College football playoffs coming up New Year's Day. Washington versus Texas. It is the Sugar Bowl from the Superdome. But man, I tell you, watching Michigan play Alabama in the Rose Bowl, that's, I mean, that's going to be incredible. This is as good of a playoff as we've ever had. This is going to be phenomenal. All right, it all comes down to this. the most talented team in, in the country. This is the best passing game in the country. The speed that Texas puts on the field is incredible. They're better than you at the line of scrimmage. Their quarterback is excellent. They are built to eventually win. From the... Oh my goodness, Travion Henderson gets whacked. Launching for the end zone. Forget me, patient. Alrighty, welcome back to the Third Leg Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Riley Warren, and alongside with me is my co-host, Dr. Dunny. How you doing? How you been, buddy? It's been a long time, but hey, we're feeling good. Big game tomorrow, Rose Bowl, Michigan, let's go. Yes, sir, we are back. Um, So we're going to cover a lot of the college football playoffs in this episode, but first and foremost, we got to talk about the heartbreak that happened last night. How do you feel about the game? Still bitter taste? Oh, very bitter taste. Woke up with a little bit of a fucking headache, and I th- I don't know if it's because I was screaming <laughs> so much or if I consumed too much alcohol. Both are probable. But um, just the Lions got fucked. Like, I guess looking back at it, we had multiple opportunities in which we should have won the game, so it shouldn't have come down to that last point. But the point of the matter is, is like the refs fucked up. We did everything we're supposed to. And we lose. And that that's not how it's supposed to go. And it shouldn't be blamed on the players. Um, 
but it's just a tragedy. Unfortunately, it'll end up costing us a home game in the playoffs if we win round one. So sucks. Can we talk a little bit about Brad Allen? <laughs> just the history Brad Allen has with this Detroit Lions team. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You got the stats right there. I think you're 0-6 when he's officiating Lions games. Yep, we are 0-6 when Brad Allen's crew is officiating the Lions games. And the penalty yards for us versus our opponents is 287 versus 435. Pretty big despair, especially when you're looking at an 0-6 record. So, fuck Brad Allen. All my <laughs> homies hate Brad Allen. Um, I did just see that Brad Allen's crew has been downgraded and out of the 2024 playoffs. Good. So that's that's a W for everyone, not just the Lions, but uh, the chance that we get you know zero percent chance that he's going to be refing any of our games going <laughs> right. forward. Yeah. Thank you. Um, he's their crew is also the one that messed up the Green Bay Kansas City end of that game, and the the NFL had to come out and say, "Yeah, the refs blew that call." Like, I'm sorry, you get one of those a year, and then you're downgraded. <laughs> it just can't happen. Yeah, you can't have two in uh, three weeks. Right. Like, absolutely ridiculous. The fact that you still have a job. If I screwed up that bad, I would probably get fired from my position. So, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you'd be out of there 100%. <laughs> Do you agree with Dan Campbell's uh, decision on going for the two-point uh, three times in a row? I don't know. Like, I, me viewing it, I was screaming, just take the extra point after the penalty happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go to overtime. But he, the way he said it in his press conference um, post game was he told the offense, we're going to go down the field, we're going to score, and then we're going for two. There's no, we're not going to overtime, we're going for two. So he was just staying true to his word. He had full, full trust in his offense. Um, they got it done. And then unfortunately, we obviously get the penalty call and then another penalty call, and then Goff makes a bad throw. But hey, you were you were true to yourself. You're a risky coach. That's what, how, why everyone loves you. If they win on that third two point conversion, everyone is still screaming hell yes at the end of the day. So yeah, he's a legend. Know. That's right, one of exactly. those calls as a head coach. Like you're the best. If it goes through, and you're going to get a lot of scrutiny if it doesn't go through. So either way, I, li I like that he stuck to his guns. Another reason for me is that Dallas scored on three straight oh, yeah. drives. So we don't want to give the ball back to him. We don't want to put it into a coin toss. Our defense was kind of getting torched towards the end, and we just don't want to lose without being able to have the ball. So if the ball is in our hands, uh, we get to pick the play. We get right. to go for it and try to win it on our terms. So I'm 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 cool with it. I'm right with you, though. After that first penalty, I was like, just take the points. Let's go to OT, baby. Let's go to OT. But I knew he wasn't fucking doing that, dude. His mind was made up, like you said, before we even drove down the field. So it is what it is. It was really good to see Detroit play uh, good defense for most of the game. Dallas at home, you know, the announcers didn't shut up about it. They're oh. one of the best best teams at home, undefeated, putting up 40 points a game. So, you know, we held them to seven points at half, and that was one play. You don't you don't let up that one big play. There could be a goose egg or three points on the board where they're scoring forty points a game. For the Lions, that's a win. You know our offense wasn't getting it done. We had a bunch of turnovers. We should have scored more points, and we didn't. That's kind of the the epitome of the game for me. Is that we didn't score enough points. One hundred and ten percent agree. Um, we got to the red zone a lot, but just 
you know, couldn't come up. And then uh, the turnovers that we had, the throwing, what, two or three interceptions, I think. So um, great plays by them. Jordan Lewis, obviously, Michigan boy, coming through for them. But uh, well, It was good to see him get a pick, but just not against us. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, come on, dude. You're supposed to be a Michigan guy. Let's go. Yeah, um, he didn't have a pick for like two years, and then his last pick was against the Lions. I'm like, right. dude. <laughs> exactly. Play against someone else. Um, but no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's why we love Dan Campbell. Um, he's a ballsy coach. He trusts his players. He's going to go out there and push it every single time. Um, and I mean, he has brass balls. We all know that he carries them big in the wheelbarrow. In the wheelbarrow, right? <laughs> yeah. And look at it inside the own thirty, faking a fucking punt again. Like it's just it's ridiculous what he does. He's the only coach doing it, and I love it. Except for when it bites you in the ass, you hate it. So I don't know. It's a double-edged sword, right? You can't you can't be happy both ways. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, like we love it when it works, and you hate it when it doesn't. Absolutely. But for him, I still feel like we're at a good percentage of our oh, for sure. plays. I think like it's not all the time, and some of the time it's extremely timely. Like last night's uh, fake punt. Yeah. And especially it's not even a run. Like you have Reeves Maven throw the ball, which is a dime. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, uh, we're still going to the playoffs. We're guaranteed a three seed. We're guaranteed a home game in the playoffs. And I know that Detroit is going to be loud as fuck for that game. Especially if we do play the Rams, like what is that is, it's going to be rocking, rocking. I'm kind of nervous, bro. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. The Lions finally host a playoff game and who do they get to play? Their all-time leading passer. (laughs) Like, oh, sweet. (laughs) So fucked. Yep. But Um, hey, go ahead. Oh, I mean, we got Minnesota next week. Uh, we'll see what the other teams do this week. Uh, see if, you know, Sam, if Sam Fran takes an L in the next two weeks, this loss is going to hurt really bad <laughs> because we're going to get it done versus Mullins. If, you know, oh. we got to win that game for the one seed, I mean, we're going to win that game. So this game hurts really bad if Sam Fran drops one of the next two games. I don't think they do, but there's a chance that they do. Um, and th- that'll really hurt. It's why you play the game, right? There's always a chance that you could lose. Um, Just trying to look at what time we play compared to them next week. I think we probably play 1 o'clock, right? Yeah, we do. Go blue, Billy. Go blue, baby. Hey, boy. There we go. Go blue. Always, always repping. Um, Yeah, we play play first, unfortunately. So that sucks. It is what it is. It is what it is. You got to win out, right? Like, regardless, we should win next week. I don't think we drop that game. If we drop it, obviously, we're the three seed no matter what. But I would like to go into the playoffs with a little bit of momentum rolling where we're clicking. Um, I think if we can get up big on Minnesota, I would love to see uh, Hendon Hooker play the second half, actually. get him Yeah, I would love to get some film on him. To be Real-time reps. You know, he hasn't played football in a year. And we drafted him two eventually take over the range, right? Like, okay, let's see some snaps. What you got? Come on now, Hendon. Yeah, I would like to see that as well. I think all, you know, Lions Nation would like to see it. Just as, you know, he, it's not like we took him as an unrestricted free agent or right. like we used a, a pick on him. So we'd like to see what we got, especially in the first year. So you didn't get to see him in um, – preseason or anything teddy bridgewater was out there cooking with two gloves on and shit so we didn't really get to see him so it'd be nice to see him in you know the regular season game 
Definitely. And then I hope we win the game and Teddy can take the snap uh, to knee it out because it's he's retiring at the end of the year. So um, it'd be it'd be a good send off, I think. So for sure. And then uh, the very next week in Detroit for a home playoff game, which is absolutely ridiculous. The tickets are are insane priced right now. Yeah, like, one of my one of my buddies, his season tickets are usually like 100, 125 for the whole year. His seat right now is 750. Yeah. Yeah. 700 X. <laughs> my uh my fiance's sister and brother-in-law, they have two season tickets or two season tickets. They got their playoff game for 240 total. The tickets around them are going for like anywhere from nine to twelve hundred. Jesus Christ. Right. It'd be hard for me not to sell the tickets. Oh, I'd be selling it for sure. But then you'd be kicking yourself in the ass not watching that game. I'll be watching it getting drunk as fuck. From the Nino. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't care where I am. I go on a vacation with that shit. I feel you. All right. We're going to lick our wounds with the Lions. On to next week. We're going to talk about the college football semifinals. Let's start with Texas versus Washington. It's going to be an explosive game, I feel like. Um, Texas, obviously, when just looking back to the Alabama game that they played, it was a slow, methodical game for the first half. And then once one offense got going, the other offense got going, and boom, it was fireworks for the fourth quarter. I don't see where it's not just fireworks all game long for this one. Michael Penix Jr., he could throw the ball against anyone. Um, Quinn Ewers, obviously, he's got a he's got a hell of a talent on him as well. Um, their running back being down hurts, but their backup has been playing extremely well. It's going to come down to which defense is going to step up and who's going to turn the ball over. So um, if you can protect the ball and if your defense can get a timely stop, you're probably going to win the game. Texas is favored by four, and they're the three seed. That's what's like ridiculous to me. That's what doesn't make sense, but that's why there's a college football committee and then there's Vegas. <laughs> right. Two separate entities. You should have Vegas pick the fucking four teams that get in the playoff. They know oh, who George, the best teams are. Georgia would have been in. <laughs> for sure. For sure. There would have been people upset. Watching, watching Georgia yesterday, I was like, God damn, I'm glad they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> I do not right. want to see those motherfuckers again. Georgia for looks sure. amazing. Um, I know they were playing against Florida State, and they had a lot of players out, like literally 20 players out, but – Florida State scout team was out there on the field. Florida State scout team was out there, but they made Georgia look like, you know, a number one number one seed per usual. For sure. What do you think on Texas-Washington? I think this game's going to be nuts because the over-under is at 63-and-a-half. So <laughs> 63-and-a-half in playoffs. So obviously neither of these teams play great defense. We've kind of known that the whole time, but their offense is what has got them here so far. If they're letting up 30, they're scoring 40. <laughs> right. So to see uh, Ewers and Penix, that's just going to be an offensive, you know, hopefully an offensive highlight reel. But I like Texas. I think Texas has a little bit better of a defense. I think they have a little bit better of a run game, and they're just a little bit more complete team. I think Washington obviously has a better um, downfield passing game, but I don't think if they don't get the uh, ball going on the ground. If they can't run the ball for two, three, four yards a pop throughout the game, that it's going to be a little harder because Texas will be able to sit back in coverage. You know, they won't have to stack the box. They'll be able to manipulate the defense a little bit and kind of play around with zones and schemes and try to get Penix off his game. 
And I think Texas just has the edge, um, you know, being the complete team. I think this game is could come down to the, whoever has the ball last. If nobody's playing defense, then it's going to come down to whoever has the ball, ball last offensively. But I think Texas will just be able to control the clock more than Washington and, you know, kind of take a foothold of this game. I like it. Texas is playing a home game, right? Like oh, yeah, it, that too. It's in Texas. Their fans are going to be – it's going to be probably 60% Texas fans, if not more. Um, I don't know how the the location is picked, right? But I feel like it's – You should never good. be playing at your home state. Right. Right? It, unless you're the top seed. Even if then. Like, uh, you should go – if you're doing it right – Washington should be playing in the Rose Bowl because right. they're on the West Coast, and then we should be playing in Indy because that's the closest saying, there's, to us. There's four teams in 50 states. Can we not get <laughs> right. this, the team in the state? Like, there's plenty of fucking domes and fields and <laughs> right. good locations. I don't think Texas needs to be playing in Texas. But, hey, it is what it is. Yep. Um, maybe the college football committee, you know, maybe wants Texas to roll a little bit. Right. Um, I – so I think it'll be a good game. Washington obviously has been, you know, the underdog in their last game against Oregon and showed up and dominated Oregon from the very get-go. And then, you know, this is a game that could go either way. Whatever defense shows up, like you said, is going to be the one that wins or whoever gets the ball last. What I think is going to happen, though, is Texas is going to win and move on. You're going to get Michigan-Texas in the national championship. And, and then we get rematch week two next year. That'll be that's, fire. that's when we play them. So uh, look for that story, you know, going forward. Um, you know, college football likes to do that. They kind of have a little script, it looks like sometimes. So uh, that'll be nice. I mean, regardless, if Michigan wins, there will be a championship rematch next year because we play Texas and Washington. Oh, year. perfect. Yeah, there we go. So as long as, as Michigan's long as, in, we're as good. As long as Michigan, Michigan's in. Um, so that says a little bit about next year's schedule for us. But right. At Two the same them. time, you know, there's a storyline building if Michigan wins regardless. For sure. For sure. And that's just good for college football in general. Agreed. You get a in rematch of a national championship in the Amen. regular season. I mean, come on. But TV ratings, baby. Going through the roof. College football is better when multiple conferences are good, not yeah. just one. So it was good to see this year. Yeah, so I just think it's going to be a lot of points. Vegas thinks it's going to be a lot of points. There's going to be 500 yards of offense for both teams. <laughs> it's going to come down to whoever has the ball less or whoever has the most turnovers. I like it. I like that. I mean, that's spot on to what I would assume as well. Moving on to the Michigan-Bama game. So Texas-Washington over under 63.5. Michigan-Alabama 45 flat. <laughs> that's the difference in these two games in these two defenses i think these are the best two defenses in this college football and they're playing against each other so i think this game is going to be one of those defensive battle hard nose a couple big plays over the top but a lot of it's going to be uh within the tackles and in the trenches this game will be one in the trenches on defense and offense regardless where texas and washington it's going to be more through the air most of their yards, most of their points, you know, how that game's going to go. But for Michigan and Alabama, it's going to be who controls the line and who's getting that push throughout the game. 
Uh, we're going to be as unbiased or as by no as unbiased as possible, right? You know, no, not it's at good, all. It's going to be a good game. Michigan's <laughs> going to win by forty. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! I so obviously when you get when you draw Alabama, you naturally get a little like okay, it's going to be a it's going to be a challenge right here. Best team we've played all season, which one of the best coaches of all time, right? They they have won multiple national championships since he took over, um, but I think this is a beatable Alabama team. If you look back to when we played them last, when they had fucking Jerry Judy and Jalen, it was Jalen Hurts or uh, the quarterback just before him. But regardless, that team was loaded with people, and yeah. we didn't have athletes like we do now. We had Dax Hill as a freshman, but that was literally it. And Dax Hill got cooked by Jerry Judy, so we we have better. We are better equipped now than we were then. Um, we have a better quarterback, better run game. Our offensive line is just phenomenal. Obviously, losing Zinner hurts, but we should have someone that can fill in. That's experienced as well. So um, I don't think it'll hurt us as much as we think. I think what it comes down to is can our tackles stop the edge rush or at least slow down the edge rush? Is J.J. going to get sacked? Likely, yes. He'd probably get two or three sacks, but – can we give them enough time in those big crucial moments to find the receivers, to let the receivers get through their breaks, let JJ make his reads? Because if we can do that, we can win. If it looks like uh, I forget what uh, game it was, it was either Ohio State or Iowa. One of our tackles got hurt. We brought in the backup, and he got burned like three game, three plays in a row. And I was like, "Yep, we're not gonna fucking run the ball or throw the ball on that that side anymore." So. Um, look for that, the edge rushers of Alabama versus the tackles of Michigan. Also, for this game, who's going to turn the ball over? Who's going to stick to their assignments? If you get that, you know, you had the A-gap, you missed the A-gap, and there he went through the A-gap. Uh, if we can limit those plays, we we, ha- we stand a chance. This should be a good game. For sure. For me, I think Milrow is the X factor. Everything's going to come down to Milrow. <clears throat> if he has a great game, we're not going to look too great. but. If he just has one of his average games or turns the ball over or we can get pressure on him, that's where we're going to win the game. I think that this entire game is in Milrow's hands and how much point, how many points he can put up. Because I know the over-under is at 45, but I think both teams will score 20 this this game. I think it, it definitely could be over or close to that 44, 21, 24 type thing. Right. But – I think it's going to come down to Milrow, and he's just an X factor, especially on third downs. I mean, I have nightmares of Michigan against mobile quarterbacks. So for me, I just feel like this is like this has to be one of the most talk, biggest talking points for Michigan and Michigan fans is being able to stop Milrow, getting out of the pocket, and extending plays with his legs. We definitely cannot, cannot, cannot run cover zero with no spy on Milrow. Like, if you do that, you're asking to get burned for 300 yards on the ground by himself alone, you know? Yeah, I mean, even with a spy, it's a one-on-one for Milrow. And as Alabama's coaches, they're going to take that. Milrow's an absolute monster, super athletic. If they can get a one-on-one with a spy, they will take that all day. So, for me, that's like you're going to have to clutch up. You're going to have to make a lot of open field tackles, especially against Milrow. Because every Alabama game I've seen, late third down for key, <laughs> key crucial plays, he will break a tackle or be elusive, get out of the pocket and just extend the play, get a first down and looking let like him Pat Mahomes out there. 
Yeah, he's just like squirmy and he's super big and strong. So it's hard to get him to the ground. So I don't know. For me, I feel like that is our biggest concern is being able to limit um, him getting out of the pocket and just making plays with his feet that aren't design runs. He's going to get his like via design runs or whatever, but right. it's it's the ad lib plays that are going to hurt us the most, most on like third and seven and stuff like that. So that that's my biggest worry. Um, I think Michigan has to control the control the trenches. We have to be able to run. We can't make McCarthy throw it 35 times. Everyone, everyone, you know, for Michigan fans, we're like, McCarthy's ready. You know, like that's this is the time for him to put the ball in his hands. This is his third college football playoffs that he's been to. He's lost two in a row. So, like, if like I feel like we feel like we're ready, but when we're versing Bama, we have to control the trenches. We have to be able to get that three, four, five with Corum and Edwards, like we have all year long. So I, I think if we don't get that, it's gonna be a long night for us. Amen. I think we'll probably see a lot more of the QB zone read, you know, um, let JJ now that his ankles actually healed, let him be a little creative with it, put the pressure on the defense to make the right read. And if they don't burn him for it, um, obviously Blake Corum, this could be his last game. So he's going to be running like a man on a mission. And I think truly he was the difference for us last year and why we didn't win the game uh, against TCU. Because if we have him inside five yards, there's no one better. The in the I mean, he's Mighty Mouse. That's what I call him every time. Give it, give it <laughs> the fucking Mighty Mouse. Because the dude falls forward. He's so small. I don't want to see Donovan Edwards inside the ten yard line unless he's the slot back or you give him a a, a toss out to the edge. We're not running through the trenches with Donovan Edwards. Give the ball to Blake Corum. Let him do what he always does. Two touchdowns for him. I think is plus two twenty. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, especially versus Bama. <clears throat> um, so one one not so good stat for Michigan fans is Saban has won six straight semifinal college football games. So we're kind of going against uh, against the odds here. Um, and I was looking at CBS before this. Only two out of twelve analysts picked Michigan to win. Perfect. So, you know, that means nothing. Fuck CBS. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there's 12 people that watch football that said, yeah, we'll take Bama. Or 10 out of 12 said, we'll take Bama. So although Vegas has us literally barely one and a half point favorites, most it seems like most of the country thinks Bama will win, but hopes mm-hmm. Michigan will win. That's kind of what I feel like the public is. Like they think there's no way Bama loses, but they really hope they lose. Because they're tired of seeing Bama, tired of seeing Georgia, like the rest of the country. I agree with you. Um, I mean, what is it? Records are meant to be broken, right? He's 6-0, yeah, but there's always one time. You know, he's got (laughs) to lose once, right? (laughs) Uh, If Michigan can control the ball, run the ball like you're talking about, have good methodical drives, keep Milrow off the field, make him so it has they have to be one dimensional. If we can, you know, get up, you know, 10, 14, and they have to start throwing the ball because it's late in the half or late in the game. Hey, now we really stand a chance because you don't have to worry about the run as much. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a great game. Alabama has struggled this year against opponents that are not the caliber of opponents you would expect Alabama to struggle with. But. 
The best college football coach of all time gets an entire month to so prep for you and prep for you. So for me, you throw away everything that happened in the regular season. You throw away that bullshit USF game that was in the rain, a monsoon, and they had three different quarterbacks come in. That game does not matter. That was like 10 weeks ago. Has nothing to do anymore. Everyone's going to be as healthy as possible, and each coach is, gets a whole month to scout. So I think these these would be like two different teams, you know, just the mindset-wise and scouting-wise. I, j- I just don't think that we can take anything from previous Alabama and say they didn't do this, so we should have the edge on that because I think they're going to come out and be a complete different team than they were, and they're going to be ready. Michigan versus everybody. Let's Michigan go. versus everybody. That's been the way it's been all year long, so it can't change now. Have that attitude. Bring a chip on the shoulder. Let's go. Let's go to work. Hey, for me, Michigan beats Bama. Michigan wins it all. Oh, amen. Absolutely. Because the other two defenses, especially in the trenches, I don't think they can hang with Michigan or Bama. I think whoever wins the side of the semifinals is probably going to win the whole thing. I mean, to be the best, you have to beat the best. And Alabama historically has been the best team. So I couldn't be happier with our opportunity here. We just got to go seize the moment, you know. I mean, what what have I liked to play Florida State, watching Florida State yesterday? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I would have loved to play Florida <laughs> State, man. I would have loved to be in the championship for free, free. But it didn't well, we happen, thought the so. same thing last year against TCU when we draw when we drew TCU. We thought, oh, this is free, free. We're getting. Into I mean, it wasn't free, but sure. it was still best case scenario because you've right. seen what TCU TCU did against Georgia. Right, it's like one of the biggest blowouts in college football history. <laughs> so, I mean, we were still right, but we just didn't execute. You fumble at the fucking goal line a couple times. Call Let's not talk about yeah. last year, dude. I'm still pissed <laughs> about last year. Yeah. Let's not get into it. Yeah, Blake Corum, two touchdowns, plus 295 on DraftKings. That's not bad. To score two touchdowns, you can't even get plus 300? I know. That is that is tough. But we know like, if we get in within 10 yards, it's 100% lock. We're going to feed them twice. Right. Like We're giving it to them. We're going to run, run, pass every time within 5, 10 yards. Like Every single time. We might run, run, run if we're inside five. Like, fuck right. it. And then if bring it out on fourth down, too. Fuck it. Fuck it. Dan Campbell style, <laughs> baby. Go for it. Uh, Jalen Milrow, his rush line is 32 and a half. That Donna. seems pretty low for me. <laughs> Blake Corum. <laughs> that could be one run. Blake Corum, that, 82 and a half. That seems pretty low. What do we got? We got a ooh. I'm kind of looking at the Roman Wilson first touchdown score plus one K. Damn, that's not so bad. He's <laughs> plus one seventy five to score, which is absolutely abysmal for wide receiver. What's plus one seventy five is crazy. The second half of the season, where did Roman go? Like, I, he got yeah, hurt. Jay, yeah, he was hurt. JJ was hurt. So now they should be back to the you know. How things were in the beginning of the season. Let's get it rolling. Yeah, I fucking hope so, dude. How, can you tell me how Michigan's defense is only a plus five fifty to score? Does that exactly. seem right? Does no. that seem is DraftKings just nerfing all the odds? It seems 100%. like they just completely nerfed it. A defense I mean, should be a plus one thousand to score. All, what are we talking always. about here? Right, exactly. Doesn't matter who you're playing. That should be a plus thousand because that's a that's that's hard to do. 
But what hey, are you I guess talking about? they're saying maybe Milrow throws a pick six or something like that. Maybe it's more. What do you what do you think about the the QB over yards? We got JJ McCarthy at one ninety one and a half and Jalen Milrow at one ninety nine and a half. So either of these guys going for two hundred? I think both of them can go for two hundred in a in a quarter, let alone a half. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if like you're looking at Alabama versus Texas, right? Like that fourth quarter, they fucking just it was bomb, 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 bomb. Like it could happen. You know, I was, I don't know. That's, that's J, JJ for a 200 plus is a plus, plus 100. Yeah. See, what I would like to do is the same game parlay, but I would have loved for them to drop JJ to give an alternate line of 125. They kept it at 125. 150 for four <laughs> minus 450. I mean, come that's on. That's a good, you? that's good value right plus there. Plus 200 or we need the 200 plus, 200 plus. I would, if he gets 200 plus, I don't think Michigan loses, but. Corum's at 82 and a half and McClellan's at 50 and a half. Mm-hmm. Blake Corum over a hundred yards plus 175. That's just wild to me. We're versing Bama, brother. Right. A hundred yards. Jermaine Burton, 51 and a half receiving yards. Roman Wilson, 41 and a half receiving yards. Oh, I love that. Oh, you know, I love me some <laughs> Roman Wilson prop lines. Cornelius Johnson, 38 and a half. Yeah, I mean, he's the one. That's like the the guy. He does it in one catch. Like, he's about nine. He r- runs nine routes and post routes all day. What I'm surprised is they don't have any of our tight end lines out. Yeah, because they know we throw it to him 18 times a right. game. Right, right, exactly. They get burned on it too much. Man. Man. All right, give me give me a final score prediction for Michigan, Bama, and Texas, Washington. Let's put it on record here. <sighs> Texas, Washington, um, thirty-eight, thirty-five. Ooh. Texas. So take Washington plus four, and then Alabama, Michigan, twenty-eight, twenty-four. Boys in blue. <laughs> hey, that's Actually, over- no, I'll change it. Change it. 27-24. I think we do kick field goals in this game. So 27-24. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Texas beats Washington 42-30. Okay. 42-30. High All scoring right. game. Into the 70s. Uh, Michigan beats Alabama. 24-17. Love it. It's going to be a little little low. 24-17, maybe, you know, 31-21 type thing. Right. Um, Just talking about it is getting my palms sweat. <laughs> right. Let me just come out and say that. Um, Yeesh. Exact score. Where are we at? Here we go. You said... 2417 Michigan mm. plus 5500. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Vegas, <laughs> going to the Bahamas. I said 2724. All right, uh, we're going to same odds. Same odds. Yep. All sense. of them are almost the same odds. 
We're going to cook up a same game parlay for the Michigan game and get it out into the Discord. So make sure you stay in the loop for that. If we hit the exact score on the Michigan game, everyone better be running to the book for the Texas-Washington game. That's all I'm saying. If you hit it once, you hit it (laughs) twice. Let's go. (laughs) We hit it once. I'm running to the bar. Right, exactly. First round on me. (laughs) You said Texas 42? 42. Washington 30? 30. Damn, 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 damn. Where the fuck is this at? It's like, yeah, that's scores never happened before. It's a scoregami. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one million. Uh, 42. Let's look for it. Damn, yeah, it's gonna be a big boy odds. Yeah, I mean that's a seventy plus point game, and the overs at sixty something. I'm kind of going on a limb here and saying nobody's playing defense. It's gonna be a track meet. They have forty two twenty eight at plus seven thousand five hundred. I'm God. looking for thirty. Forty two seventeen plus eight thousand. It is nice to see, like I said earlier, that Michigan is kind of America's team currently. I've seen like a map of who, you know, just like one of those things of who they want to win the college football. Right. Everybody hates Bama. You know, everybody hope, hates Bama. Only if we win, Harbaugh's going to be walking off like this. Fuck you, NCAA. I'm going to the pros. Eat my, you know what. Do you think <laughs> like, he's gone? If we win, I think so. I think he just retires. Says I'm done from head coaching in general. Yeah, says yeah I'm I'm done. Two years from now he'll be a pro coach and that'll be it. Do you think so? You don't. Yeah, think he, he doesn't want to be a pro coach right now. Guy. Um, he might. I guess the money talks, right? But uh, if he doesn't sign the contract that Michigan just gave him, it's kind of like a tall tale sign. Like he's not staying around. So is this contract for the next like next year? Like a ten year extension. What right. it has. On it, you for the next year you can't talk to any NFL teams. Mm. Mm. So if he doesn't sign it, it's like okay. Yeah, that's like he, he's got to keep his options open, though. You know, right? They're trying to kind of limit him. If our boss stays, I think JJ stays. You think so? Yeah, I, I think mean, if, if JJ JJ stays, he's almost guaranteed. Guaranteed to be a top three quarterback next year. Top right. Three, I mean, it's between uh, him and I'm Shador. not guaranteed, but it's kind of tough in Michigan system as well. But it's a pro system, so you're not going to put up numbers, but you're going to put up tape that replicates the NFL. Right. So between him and Shador, really, is what. Hey, give me JJ back. Um, give me the boys back. Uh, Donnie going to be gone, but we'll have Donnie. We'll have Blake. Or we'll have Donnie and McCarthy. Uh, is Roman a senior? Roman, I gone. think so. Yeah, yeah. Can't get the mad red shirt for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look. Roman Wilson. I feel like he's a senior for some reason, but I feel like he is too. You can't get the red shirt. The COVID year can't pull out anything. Twenty twenty to present. So maybe so, he has one more year. So he's a junior. Well, he's and a that's senior, but he gets an extra due to COVID. Yeah. 
You have to. Everyone gets one. Yep. And with the injury, maybe he stays. Who knows? Who knows? That would That'd be, be nice, though. That would be dope. And then get Marvin Jr. out of here, and, you know, things are looking nice. Other than the crazy Big Ten fucking – next year is going to be nuts. It's going to be absolutely gonna be nuts. nuts. There's a 12-team playoff. Like, everything's going to be fucking weird next year. For sure. Like, this year, looking at, like, they did, okay, if this was next year, who the matchups would be, just absolutely insane. How much They had Liberty in there. Right. Well, I mean, they have to, right? They're, like, what, 10th in the the country? Yeah. So, I mean, they are going to get their ass kicked tomorrow, but that'll be it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I don't know. I f- Liberty gets in. You, I would rather have fucking the fourth best Big Ten team going. I'd rather have Iowa going. No shot. No <laughs> shot. Uh, hey, Lib- Liberty's quarterback is actually a stud. I watched two games of theirs. They're actually <laughs> really fun. Undefeated D1 team. And you'd rather have Iowa. <laughs> I we had an undefeated Power Five team that didn't get in. It's true. It's true. So I mean, I can leave out an undefeated Liberty team. Mm-hmm. Roman Wilson. Oh, uh, you got me looking at the NFL board today. You like anything? Um, you cooking up anything? We got an hour. We do have an hour. Damn it, I think Gardner Minshew does well today. Dude, don't even get my hopes up. I think uh I think the Colts beat the Raiders pretty easily, truthfully. Don't get my hopes up. I need Gardner <laughs> Minshew to beat fucking Peyton Manning today. I'm <laughs> so I'm undefeated in my fantasy league. I haven't lost all fucking year. I've been projected to lose both. So this league, eight teams make the playoffs. So I went 14 and 0 and I still had to play the first round of playoffs. Just Damn. the 8 seed. And I won by I won by a point and a half. Very next week and that was uh and Jigba he scored a touchdown at the end of the game mm-hmm. that cashed me. And then the very next week <laughs> I did the same thing on Monday night and won by like 2 points. So I've just been scraping by to get to the championship. That's dope. Yeah, I'm fucking I found a but TikTok. I'm going to be the Patriots if I lose this game. Completely undefeated and losing the championship. <laughs> right, That's yeah. what I'm fearing. I'm having <laughs> nightmares. Burley said Liberty money line lock. Yeah, we're fucking right. You are <laughs> <Money>. high. <laughs> <laughs> said you're smoking dick, Burley. <laughs> that game is a 17 and a half point line. The over under is set at 67 and a half. Yeah, dude, Liberty's offense is that good. I guess maybe, but Oregon is going to roll them. Oregon is going to <laughs> ram. <laughs> no shot, dude. Or- over under 68, that might be covered by Oregon. Right. They might put up 60. Um, I found this TikTok uh, yesterday of players that are close to their incentives. Incentive oh, yeah. Losses. Seen OBJ. He's two tutties away for the rest of the year to get 500K. And what's this? 16 catches from 750K. 
and what's this? 118. Well, 16 catches in two games. Right. I don't think that's very Who is possible. it? It's OBJ. Oh, OBJ too? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's 218 yards from 750K. D-Hop is four catches from 250K. And they're playing the Texans. Yeah. I think that's a lock. He is, what's this, 61 yards from another 250K. They might not throw him the ball and try to save some money. Two tutties from six, uh, from 250K. Four tutties from another 250K. Oh, my God. They, they might not throw him the ball all week. <laughs> They're trying Dalton, to save some money. Dalton Schultz, 126 yards from 250K. Alexander Madison is 91 yards from 250K. Eckler is two tutties from – no, four tutties from 150K bonus. So he's going to get two this week and two next week. I'm going to bet on that. Eckler ain't getting two tutties. With that, stick at quarterback, they might not even get in the red zone. I'm telling you, ship Herbert. It can't yes, always be the kid. coach. It can't always be the coach. You think it's the quarterback? Herbie, something's going on. Have you seen Staley's play calling and decision making? And their I mean, defense is the worst in the league. What are you supposed <laughs> to do as a quarterback when your defense lets up forty points? They have the worst defense. I'm just saying it can't always like, just be the coach. Eight weeks into the year, they had the second best offense in the first worst defense. How is that the quarterback's <laughs> fault? They're literally the best, <laughs> the top three. They were behind uh, Miami for the longest, but their defense is letting up fucking 50 points a game. And you got Khalil Mack and what's-his-name, Bosa on the outside, Asante Samuel, Derwin James, and you're letting up 50 points a game. Come on. Um, now, no Herbert blasphemy here. They're no going to take Herbert last in their division. Yeah, well – they suck. Their defense sucks. Mike Willie went down early. Keenan's hurt. Their quarterback had a broken finger all year. All right. This is their points per game the last X number of weeks. 22, 21, 7, 6, 10, 20. Was Herbert starting all those games? Did he have a broken finger? Let's look at Herbert. When did he? He did have a broken finger for a few of them. The motherfucker's been playing on a broken finger. No slander. I mean, Honest throwing hand. <laughs> no. He played Sand- for the loss against Denver. They lost 24-7. Yeah, that was bad. They lost in or they beat New England six to nothing. That was uh, that was a barn burner. 37 pass attempts, 212 yards. Killing it. Didn't get sacked either. They lost to Baltimore 20 to 10. 44 pass attempts, 217 yards. It's looking like my high school stats up here. <laughs> Dude, the Chargers <laughs> dink and dunk it more than anyone, though. The loss to the Packers, 23-20. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Lost to the Lions, boy, boy, Herbie. Let's go, Lions. I, just, I'm, I mean, yeah, he puts up stats, but, like, I don't know. It can't always just be the coach at some point. You can't. Sometimes it's the defense. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Fire the defensive coordinator. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might not be the head coach, but it's the next coach. <laughs> Someone said uh, that the Bears should trade the number one overall pick for Herbert. 
I don't think Fields is bad enough to risk of. I don't know. I don't think Fields is bad enough. I think you can still build around them. Right. I agree. I agree. If you have a stud defense and you get an offensive line that's pretty decent, I think Justin Fields could be actually pretty good. Yeah, and if you don't have Darnell Mooney starting right. and you have someone else, you might be decent. Someone other than DJ Moore. You got to throw up the Cole Komet 12 times a game. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you guys need to get some people around the ball. Right. DJ Moore can do it all. He, uh, how he, he can sometimes, but right. There's some games he, he is tough. Superman, right? Yeah, but if they lock in on him, then it's a tough game for. For Bears. sure. I'm thinking about taking the Mike Evans under. Mike Evans under sounds crazy. Oh, he's playing the What Saints. do you think about this Dolphins-Baltimore game? Dolphins 11-4, Baltimore 12-3. Taking Dolph- the Dolphins. Dolphins plus 145. What about the Falcons versus the Bears? Touching this game? Hold on, I got an ad playing in my ears right now. Fucking ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't I don't Falcons Bears, Falcons underdogs plus one twenty-five. Do you touch this? Falcons, you touch this with the six foot stick? Yep. Damn. Evan. Let me give you one more. All right. Panthers, Jags. The Jags are only minus one ninety at home. No T Law though? Or is T Law in? I don't know. Panthers, Jags. I would say Jags automatic, but they're minus. They're only three and a half point favorites. They're at home. Trevor Lawrence not playing. Zay Jones not playing. Jesus Christ! All right, forget about that one. I'm not touching that one with a hundred foot pole. <laughs> Still got ETN. The Panthers suck. The Panthers suck, but I do have a parlay going right now with Bryce Young, 150 passing yards. So, come on, Jesus baby. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't get a bug 50, I mean, come on. Yep. Come on. This is All what right. I need to see. Is fucking Lattimore playing for the Saints today? Lattimore. I don't think so. I think he's hurt. Dolphins, Falcons, Eagles. Dolphins. The slate looks weird when the lines aren't out. I agree. I think the Bills also dominate the Patriots today because they lost earlier in the season to them. The yeah, Bills are going to be out for out? fucking blood. Yep. The Bills need to get the ball rolling. Yeah, they're way they, they're way too good for how they've been playing this year. Them and the Chiefs look so fucking bad. It's ridiculous. Dude, the Chiefs offense looks rough. Everyone looks pissed too. The body language for the Chiefs, like everyone is just like pissed off. Except Taylor Swift. Except Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> she looks pretty happy up there. She does. Except for when she says, What the fuck? What the fuck? Every time they point it to her after a cut. Kelsey drop or something. Right. Mike Evans under 66 and a half yards. That's ballsy. He sucks against the Saints. Mike Evans with a 78 yard reception <laughs> on the first drive. Oh, God. Christian McCaffrey. 
What's his touchdown? Probably two hundred minus two hundred, probably. There's this guy on Twitter. I think his last name's Downs or whatever. I forget. But he he uh, he's been fading McCaffrey for like the last. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> you know who that is? Yeah. I'm Matt like, dude, Downs. give it up. <laughs> Under twenty three and a half fantasy score. <laughs> he just first half him. Christian McCaffrey over. <laughs> yeah. And he like will do a write up for it and everything, and then he just is this is great value tripling and quadrupling <laughs> down. I don't care what the CV says, dude. Right, like stop running the computer numbers. McCaffrey's going against the best running back in the league. Absolutely. Yeah, just stay away from that. I don't know. I hope the Dolphins Ravens game is good. I would say I'd Dolphins. be surprised if it wasn't. Oh, yeah, the Pistons won. Huh. Right before yeah. the new year, baby. Yeah, so they're, you know, what, 3 and 30, probably something like that. 3 and 29, going on 3 and 69. <laughs> Absolutely crazy how bad one professional sports team could be. Especially All the memes, Lions. R- Detroit had to sacrifice the Pistons for the Lions to be good. Yeah, quit doing that, and let's just say the Lions sacrifice themselves so Big Blue can win tomorrow. That's yes, what yes, the real yes. thing should be. I don't Pistons care about anything just, as long as Michigan wins. Right. The Pistons could lose the next 10 years straight if Michigan <laughs> wins tomorrow. I don't care about the Pistons. Dude. Michigan wins a natty. Pistons could get sold for all I care. Yeah, we don't care. Just give me a give me a Michigan win. Get us to the natty. Get us over this little hump. For sure. Pist- and- I mean – Kate Cunningham, I feel bad for the dude. Averaging, I think, 27-something a game in his last 10 games. Almost 10 assists, five-plus rebounds. Like, it's he's doing almost everything, but the team just can't get it done. Then they go up against Toronto yesterday, who just tra- made a big trade. Um, so they were down a couple guys, and they're on a back-to-back. So it was the perfect storm of events for Detroit to actually compete with the team. And they, they ended up winning. So good for Detroit. Um, what was crazy for this game was Detroit was up, I think, 15, something like that, and Cade had like six points at the time. So I was like, okay, even if Toronto does make their comeback, if Cade gets hot, the Pistons are still going to be right there at the end of the game. And they pulled it out. So good for Detroit. I hit a little parlay on them yesterday, so hey. it's fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad they won because they blew like a 25-point lead the night before versus Boston. Right, and they like, could have handed Boston their first home loss. Like, that would have been dope. Yeah, and we just completely choked <laughs> the 25-point lead. That was as about as Pistons as it gets right there. For sure, for sure. Any Detroit sport, really. We've all been there. Red Wings, Pistons, Tigers, Lions. They've all been dog shit before. Boston loss was tough, yeah. They truly were. I'm glad I didn't watch that game. But I seen it at, like, halftime. It was like... Detroit is finally going to get a win. And then I look at the app like 40 minutes later and it's tied with like three minutes left. I'm like, they lost. They and lost. It's, they it's lost. Lee Corso. Not so fast. <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pistons won. It was LeBron's birthday yesterday. He got screwed um, as well. If, <laughs> if, uh, the Lions and LeBron both got screwed. So LeBron uh, stole the ball with like six seconds left to go in the game, I think, um, down two. Fumbled the ball around a little bit, gathered himself, step back three, but they called it a two. So they go to the, the cameras. 
the camera show his there's like this much of floor between his toenail and the good old paint of the three point line. So it should be a three. And they said, Nope, fuck you, still a two. So how the do Lakers they do lost. that though? How do they do that? Like I don't know. It's clear. And it's reviewable play. Like the the head official that Anthony Davis and LeBron are bitching at, and they're pointing at the screen because they have that's it That's what the meme right came from. Yeah. yeah, it's like, dude, look at it. <laughs> right. Um, and he he goes, "Hey, this is what blank set called, not my, not me." And it looks like he says upstairs. Which if he said upstairs, this is what upstairs called, not me. That is fucked. Like that's rigged. <laughs> the casinos called and said uh, LeBron needs to lose. So that's a two. Thank you very much. Said like, hello. This is Vegas calling. <laughs> right. Fuck what that's you see. <laughs> this is what you heard. The LeBron was his foot was a little too long. Just tell but, LeBron it wasn't your call; it was mine. Right? He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> he doesn't know who I am. But yeah, and so he got he got screwed. They ended up losing the T Wolves. Uh, they look pretty good this year. I think they're one or two seed right now in the West. Um, they're a fun team to watch, though. Anthony Edwards so explosive, so explosive. always you always got to watch watch your head when he's driving. That's for sure. For sure, definitely. All right, buddy, um, let's wrap this thing up. For sure. I think uh, if anyone's looking at going to a Pistons game soon, I think I might be going to January 28th. It's a Sunday, 6 p.m. They're playing OKC. Right now, uh, row, yeah. row 13 tickets going for 28 bucks. So God I like, damn. I was about to say, what are they giving those away? Right. So I'm like, I can go watch SGA and Chet Holmgren play for $28. I, I might be going to that game. So Fuck nothing yeah. for sure yet, but it's looking on the radar. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look into that. If you're listening, look in. Maybe we'll get a group to go down. Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for us from the Third Leg Podcast. Uh, Don't forget, go blue, and don't forget the Lions got screwed yesterday. (laughs) Go blue, as always. Peace. Peace.